Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meditation for Moms broadcast from HeartTransformations.com. I am Marie Georgiopoulos, and I'm ever so grateful to be here with you today sharing my knowledge and my wisdom about meditation and how it can assist you in transforming your life and embracing more of your authentic self. As a divine messenger, a healer, a spiritual mentor, an author as well, I use my intuitive gifts to tap into the divine wisdom of your higher self, your angels, your spirit guides, to guide you in not only your spiritual development, but also to assist you in overcoming what I call your core lifetime issues or what you're struggling with most in your life. It's my passion and my joy to do this kind of work as I've been working with my spirit guides for a long time now to heal my own self. I look forward to assisting all of you today and uh, helping you in transcending what is holding you back from having all that you desire in your life, especially as a mother. Meditation, I feel, is key to coming back into alignment with who you truly are. Not who you think you are, but who you were born to be. As with everything, of course, meditation is an evolving experience that is beneficial for everyone, whether you are a novice at it or you've been meditating for a while. In my personal journey, Meditation has helped me to know more about myself, to relieve stress and anxiety, to heal my mind and heal my body. It's helped me to come into a space of emotional clarity in times of deep need. It's helped me to connect deeper into my inner wisdom. And of course, it's helped me to open up to my spirit guides and my angels and overall, to become a calmer, more centered, more fulfilled person. And, of course, a better mother. A mother who appreciates herself and nurtures herself and cares for herself and gives space of true knowing and clarity. I have a wonderful show lined up for you today with my guest speaker, Dr. Nikki Elliott. And Dr. Elliott is an intuitive energy specialist She's a speaker and an author of the book, The Intuitive Mother, which I'm currently reading and thoroughly enjoying. She's a pioneer in the fields of energetic healing, holistic education, and intuition development. I'll be sharing more with you about her shortly, but first, I have an announcement to make about the show. For those of you who weren't tuned in to the first show of this month, I want to let you know that this is the last Meditation for Moms show. I'm very excited to announce, however, a new radio show that will be airing the first Tuesday in March at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time as well, called Healing Wisdom Radio. This is a show that will air once per month on the first Tuesday of every month at 10 a.m., Unlike Meditation for Moms, this show will be open to all people who are wanting guidance in their spiritual awakening and healing processes. As an intuitive medium myself, I'll be working with my spirit guides, my higher self, and the angels, as well as other beings of light and love from the illumined realms, who assist us not only in healing our core issues, but in understanding the journey of the soul and how to be at peace with oneself. Half of the show will be dedicated to sharing with you my knowledge and my wisdom about healing, and the other half will be opening up to divine messages, not only about the subject or the theme of the show, but also to assist you live with your concerns. Like this show, I'll also have guest speakers uh, from time to time who share their wisdom in the healing modalities. There's all kinds of new modalities popping up to talk about. There's also enlightenment practices and intuitive channels that I'd like to bring on for the show as well. So I hope that you will join me in this new adventure 
into the heart of our being. If you're new to the show and you want to know more about me, there are several ways to do this. You can go to my website, which is hearttransformations.com, and there are a couple of about pages there. One is about me, which is my journey, my journey of healing, how I came into or came into my purpose and why it was so important to me to do this work. And then the other page is about heart transformations and its mission and its purpose. You can also go and download all the shows from the beginning of this Meditation for Moms broadcast, which started on April 7th of 2015, um, of the 15th. On that show, I went deeper into my actual story and how I evolved and went through the healing process. You may also email me at mariegg at hearttransformations.com, and I'm happy to share more about myself or guide you in how I can assist you in your journey. Next, I also want to remind everyone listening that I will take callers for questions not only to intuitively counsel you about any of your struggles that you're having in your life or with your meditation process, but also you can ask Dr. Nikki any questions about her process or the material that she is presenting today. The number to call in is on the Blog Talk Radio page at the top of the page there, but it is 9995. You must dial a 1 so that I know that you have a question. We'll do this after the meditation portion of the show as long as I see callers in the queue and ready to ask questions. Remember, again, to press 1 after dialing 347-327-9995. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest speaker for today. As I mentioned before, Dr. Nikki Elliott is an intuitive energy therapist. She's a speaker and author of the book, The Intuitive Mother, and I know she has an upcoming book, too, that she'll probably speak a little bit about. She's a pioneer in the fields of energetic healing, holistic education, and intuition development. She specializes in supporting empathic, intuitive, and highly sensitive children and adults. She trains educators, mental health professionals, and parents to meet the unique needs of this population. She developed the Inner Light Method to offer a practical, state-of-the-art system of energetic healing to help children and adults expand intuition in everyday life. Dr. Nikki earned a bachelor's degree from UC Berkeley, a master's degree in curriculum and instruction from Teachers College, Columbia University, and a PhD in education from UCLA. As a former elementary school teacher and administrator, Nikki helps teachers integrate energy principles in school settings, which I think is just so lovely and holy. She has trained for more than a decade in energy healing modalities, including Yusui Reiki, Theta Healing, and Kundalini Yoga. Nikki is the author of The Intuitive Mother, a 21-day journey that will change your family forever. Her upcoming book, I Feel Your Pain, a seven-step survival guide for empathic, intuitively, and highly sensitive people, will be released in the summer of 2016. She's developed a guided meditation process that allows mother to connect energetically with their children in order to communicate with them at a soul level. This process has been used by the mothers that she has trained to help make school placement decisions, identify urgent medical issues, make important decisions concerning all aspects. Tell some wonderful stories in her book as well as she goes through her process. How and these stories really directly relate into everybody's, you know, journey as a soul, I feel. They're very um, uplifting and inspiring. So I hope that you will connect with the book and connect with Nikki today in what she's sharing with us today. She's excited to share this empowering method that she's training mothers to learn so that they trust their intuition. And this way, as mothers, we can learn to make decisions that honor our children at a soul level. 
And she is a mother of three children, and she uses this process, of course, on a regular basis to guide her own parenting decisions. Welcome, Nikki, to the show. How are you doing today? I am very well this morning, Marie. Thank you so much for having me. When I listened to your description of me, I'm like, wow, I've done all that. (laughs) (laughs) Is she talking about somebody else? (laughs) I know. Isn't that the strange thing when we write our bios and and then we hear it back read from somebody else? It's like, it's almost like, wow, is that really me? Have I done Mm -hmm. all that? Absolutely. I had that moment. So thank you. Thank you for reminding me of um, how far I've come in my own journey as well as in my commitment to spreading this message and bringing it into mainstream uh, institutional environments and helping women of all stripes of life to be able to wake up to their intuitive power and reclaim that power and use it to live more powerfully. So I'm excited to be here with you and your audience today. Yes, welcome. Well, you know, I met you, I say through mysterious ways, but God works in mysterious ways, right? Yes. And I found you through my cousin, who is not a mom, but my cousin who lives out in California, which is where you live, um, was attending some holistic fair and came across your booth, I believe, and talked to you for a while about your book. And so she bought one for me and sent it to me. And at that time, um, I was just starting my radio show or getting involved in my radio show, so it was a perfect fit because I was looking for people who I could have on my show who had done this type of work. So it fell into my hands <laughs> out of wonderful. God's hands to mine. So that's pretty much how my entire work has evolved. So I always know when I get these kind of phone calls that it's just a divine moving the message along to exactly where it needs to be. So I've taken my hands off the steering wheel with it, and I just I go with the flow, and it's always taking me wonderful places. So I'm happy to have connected with you through your cousin. I do remember her from the Ultimate Women's Expo. Good. Well, I feel that way too. You know, we have to really guide ourselves day by day through our intuition, and I do that through prayer and meditation, of course, too, and also when I'm falling asleep at night and other quiet moments as well. But I want to know, what it what does it mean to you to be an intuitive mother? Well, for me, the way this work was birthed and came about uh, started from my own challenges with parenting. I, as you read in my credentials, have been educated and trained in Ivy League, you know, highly competitive academic environment where the intellect is valued above all and what can be proven on paper with data is all that is real or that is given permission to be considered real. On top of that, my social circle is full of men and women who are similarly educated, high-level professionals, and there's a strong sense of anxiety and competitiveness that exists in this kind of, I would almost call it a hyper-parenting culture or a helicopter parenting culture. And I, even though within my own spirit, you know, am more holistic and into meditation and things, it wasn't to the point that it is now until I became a mom and realized that I was absolutely driving myself crazy in this effort to keep up with the Joneses in my parenting choices because Spirit has blessed me with three children who defy every stereotype of the typical perfect child, typical perfect health, typical perfect student, Mm -hmm. and they bashed my head up against the wall so long and so hard until I realized that I was the one who had to change. They were perfectly fine in their own absolute unique ways. And so in just those moments of just crying about why is this child of mine not the A student and that's how I shine and how come this child is not thriving and that's how I shined and I need you to make me look good and I need you to make this according to the vision and the dream that I had before I gave birth to you and they were just like, no, you need to see me. And so as I went through my own breakdown around that and turned to my own meditation process, I started understanding that it was me who had to understand who they came to be, why they chose me to be their mom, and what they needed from me in order to fulfill the destiny for which they came to have an earth experience. And so they're uh, 13, 11, and 9 now, and our family life is very different. My goals for them are very different. The way we flow is very different. 
and it's beautiful, and it's more in sync, and it's all because I made this decision to parent from my intuition rather than to keep giving my power away to this external peer pressure of being this certain kind of mom, which in my book I refer to as super mom. Yes, and I love that. I love how you touch on that with such care. And that's really what we've gone through. You know, this series of meditations is really helping to heal that supermom syndrome, you know, how we have to feel like perfectionist, you know, and getting everything done right, that we're going to make the wrong decision, that, like you said, keep up with the Joneses and, you know, get them in as many programs as possible and keep them in soccer and, you know, mm-hmm. And they're so exhausted. (laughs) Yes, exactly, you know. And and we're exhausted, right? Mm -hmm. We exhaust ourselves, too, and we we can't sleep at night and yada, yada, yada. And so for me, that was true for me, too. I really needed to settle into my own skin as a mother and find my own um, love and self-nurturing, of course. First First of all, you find my emotional center, and then from there, I could begin to see the greater good for the whole, you know, the, the whole of our family. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what you feel intuitive communication is. Well, for me, um, if I can just back up just a bit, my intuitive abilities or my path as an intuitive energy therapist um, and, and minister and counselor uh, came to be for me when my very first baby was stillborn. And so it was that, uh, well, I know that childbirth is a natural kind of awakener of the intuitive and spiritual path for many women. Also, extreme emotional and physical trauma is also a doorway or a portal to expanded uh, intuitive awareness. And so for me, that experience of a stillbirth was like a double whammy opening, mm-hmm. the, the childbirth as well as the extreme emotional trauma of that loss. And so after that experience, within a few months, my intuitive and psychic pathways were blown open pretty much, and I began feeling other people's physical pains and uh, emotional conditions in my body as if they were mine. And in addition to that, I started receiving very clear, as I look back, I always did, but very clear and very sharp auditory communication in my inner ear. And it started off with pregnant women's babies talking to me randomly, like at the grocery store or at the mall. I would hear messages, please tell my mommy um, I'm allergic to, I don't know, whatever she's eating, broccoli, let's just say. And so from there, after a period of thinking I was going crazy, because I thought it was a function of my grief, if you could imagine, um, I started working with my midwives, who were great spiritual guides for me at that time, and they helped me understand what was happening and helped me be directed to my first teachers in energy. And so from that, auditory communication is my primary intuitive pathway. And so when I work with clients, I hear in communication like a voice. I would hear Marie, you would say, please tell me I need, and I, and I feed it back to you that way. So in my own parenting, um, I hear internal communication, and I actually learn through my own process to just start to say, well, if I can talk to my children and I'm and I'm butting heads with their personalities because they want their way and they're having a tantrum and they're melting down on the floor, since other people's babies and kids are talking to me and giving me messages to give to their parents, I wonder if I can just ask my own child's higher self to give me a message to tell me how to approach this challenge we're having from a different level so that I can resolve the conflict that we're experiencing at the physical. And it worked. Beautiful. So, yeah, the very first time... Go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So you developed a whole process around this, but tell us about the first time and then um, go into how you came to use this process a little okay. bit more, a little bit deeper. Thank you, I will. So the mm-hmm. first time I decided to apply it in my own home with my own children, my young, my oldest living daughter was in pre-K, and we had her in a really wonderful, what we thought was a really wonderful Montessori preschool she was having tremendous stomach pains, diarrhea, complaining of stomach aches, was hardly you know, absorbing nutrients from her food. We had taken her to UCLA Medical Center, several doctors, internists, gastrointestinal, all these exams and a lot of money. 
and they could never find anything wrong. But I'm clear that my child's bowels are not right, her stomach is not right, and she's in a lot of pain. And so after months of this and watching her suffer, I sat down in my meditation and I said, let me try. And I just asked her at a higher level, Amel, please tell mommy what is going on. What do I need to do to help you with your stomach? And all I heard back when I sat really still in the silence was one sentence, my school is making me sick, mommy. Mm. And I kept trying to fish or add more detail, which, you know, I'm, I'm able in these days now, this was almost 10 years ago, to be able to get more details, but all I got was that one sentence. And I'm thinking, environmentally, is the water bad? What's going on? And, you know, two days later, I had lunch with another mom whose daughter was also in that class because she wanted to network with me about another job opportunity. And she said, you know, I've just been feeling really bad, and I have to tell you, one day, a couple days ago, I was with the teacher, and your daughter came out and was playing and being really loud. I just thought she was being really playful. And the teacher rolled her eyes and kind of sucked her teeth and was just like, ugh, that kid makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I've just, I just, there was just something really angry in the tone of her voice, like she just really doesn't like your child. And I didn't even know how to react to that, but I just felt you should know. Mm-hmm. And so from that, my husband and I scheduled a parent conference with her, and sure enough, the energy that I picked up from this teacher while we sat and talked about my child, I'm like, oh, my God, this teacher's dislike for my child energetically is making my daughter sick. And fortunately, we were close to the end of term. We pulled her out of the school. And do you know, Marie, within three days, she never had another stomach ache. Her bowels returned to solid form, and we've never experienced that again. And the school, the teacher in the school, the energy of the teacher in that classroom was truly making her sick. Yes, and you know, you you probably have very highly empathic children, you know, that they chose you for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, too, you know, that our our children choose the parents that they can best learn from and and grow as souls from, you know, before um, coming into the womb. And so you knew right away, you know, as you sat in front of that teacher what was going on, which is a part of our, you know, our clear knowing, our clear cognizance Mm -hmm. that comes in and our clear sentience too because you could feel the energy of who this person was. And you go into that in, in good detail in your book, explaining each of what I call the Claire Awares. Yes. <laughs> Our Claire Abilities. And um, it's a wonderful 21-day process that um, right now I'm not doing it because I'm working on another 21-day process for me. But after that, I want to go through the book um, with more sincerity in following the process. Right now I'm just reading it. Mm-hmm. But I find that there is um, great tempo in the way that you present the material in the book. Um, and I feel like it's a really good first step, too, to awakening into the process that you're going to present today as well. So um, for the next question, I would say, can you share another successful experience, like with your clients that you've had using intuitive communication with their own children because I think that this helps to build the kind of biology of belief, so to speak, within people, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to do this themselves. Absolutely. Thank you. I, um, so the work that I've developed as a course of my life path is a process called inner light energy balancing therapy, and it's a specific energy healing modality that we use to help psychically sensitive, intuitively overloaded, and empathic. started off with just children because my background is in schools and teaching and administration, and then expanded to parents. And so obviously my population, my client base, are parents of children who have present with mood, learning, and behavior challenges, similar to my daughter's, that are not really necessarily biochemically based, but they're rooted in empathic and intuitive overload. And so what I find in this work is empathic children, as you said, have empathic and intuitive parents. And so most of the parents probably who are listening here too can easily tap into this work. But as a part of the work that we do, I have parents now that want to learn how they can help their children at home. So I started teaching an introductory class, just the foundation of my work focused around intuitive communication. And so I have a mother. Her name is Darren. And she has a daughter named Evelyn. 
And she wanted to understand how to communicate with her daughter intuitively because she had seen such success with her daughter in in the work with me. And so I walked them through a meditation very similar to what I will lead your audience through in a few minutes. And she's visual. So whereas I'm auditory, I hear my daughter tell me a message. Darren is visual, as is her daughter Evelyn. And so therefore when she connected to try to ask her daughter what was at the root of what was going on with her and what did she need her mom to do for her in order for her to be her best self, her daughter intuitively showed her a white sheet with a blood stain on it. Mm-hmm. And so obviously any mom who sees blood with their, representing their child is nervous. She's like, oh, my God, is something wrong? Are you in danger? Are you going to hurt yourself? So she's asking all these intuitive questions, and she keeps seeing this intuitive image of her daughter saying no, no, no. And so then the mother calmed down. I kept guiding her through the work because we were doing this live in class. I said, ask her, what is she trying to show you? Is, is, is there danger? And she said, is there imminent danger? And the daughter shows her a no. So there's something with blood. There's something wrong with your blood. And then she gets an intuitive yes from her daughter. She sees the image of her daughter shake her head, yes. Do I need to take you to the doctor to understand something about your blood? And the daughter shakes her head intuitively in the vision, and she says yes. So at the end of class that next Monday, Darren calls the doctor and books an appointment and requests an entire blood panel for her daughter. She had been treated and medicated for psychiatric conditions at that time. As it turns out, the um, blood work came back and showed a complete breakdown of the thyroid and um, and a medical condition that was she was not being treated for. So everything she was being medicated for was not correct. She was completely misdiagnosed and then needed to be reassessed and now medicated to control the thyroid. And so from that intuitive communication exercise, that mother was able to have her daughter share with her at a soul level that something was wrong with her blood, which was separate and not connected to um, what was being thought of as depression and other mood conditions, which are symptoms of the thyroid condition. And she was blown away from that work. And as a result of the mom seeing how intuitive she is and how she was able to communicate with her daughter, she ended up signing up with me and learning the full six-month energy therapy training program. So that, so far, has been the most dramatic. I've seen it over and over again with moms on lesser levels, but for this mom to be able to, in one session, one meditation, communicate intuitively with her daughter and understand a complete redirection of her medical care was phenomenal. That is that's a wonderful story, and it's a powerful one. And you mentioned this in your book, too, that we as mothers are intimately tied to our children intuitively, and we can pick up, you know, the smallest of fears inside them, of course, and mm-hmm. and know when something is wrong, even when they're not around you. Um, and so that's a beautiful gift to unveil with women uh, who are mothers, and to do it with such um, love for the work, I can tell and sense from you that it is your passion and it's in high integrity. It I is. And I, oh, go ahead. No, I just want to say the other reason that this meditation and this intuitive communication is so important to me is because when I first started my work, people would ask me for readings about their children but what I found is they became dependent on my answers for what school to send their kids to, what, you know, should I do this, should I do that? And I realized, although they got a lot of accurate guidance, it wasn't empowering for them to begin to understand that they were no different from me and that I have skills that are also within them. And so I find it much more gratifying to help women learn this skill for themselves this way rather than them pay me for readings to tell them what to do for their children. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful gift of the teacher, you know, the spiritual teacher and mentor, to realize that. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, especially because we have somebody who emailed a question, but their son is 19 years old. Do you have any kind of boundary on being able to go to the soul in terms of age? I do, actually. Um, What I find in working with how so many hundreds, almost thousands of children at this time in my path, parents are able to give permission for energetic readings for their children and energy healings for their children up until what I've um, bumped up against is what has been known as called the age of energetic independence. Mm -hmm. 
And for me, that falls somewhere between 16 and 18 where I can hit a wall if the child's not also agreeing to have their energy read or to have information um, shared about them. Um, And at that point, I need the permission of the actual child in order to do the reading. So, yeah, so at that point, they're energetically an adult, and they get to say whether or not they want their field penetrated to have any insight gleaned from that, yeah. And I honor that boundary, I absolutely do. Yeah, that's how I feel, too, um, you know, in any of my readings and and so forth. If I were to teach somebody, I would want them to check in, of course, and get the permission of the child once they reach that, um, I would say, from you know, 16 and above as well, because it depends mm-hmm. on, on the it depends on the child, um, mm-hmm. of course, and how you know spiritually advanced they are in their empathy already. Um, so but the parent can it, can enter. Can, so, can I just share one thing? I'm sorry to cut you off. Yes. Parents mm-hmm. can communicate with their children energetically at any age, yes. but to ask mm-hmm. someone else to do a reading for them about their child is a different thing. Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm glad that you made that clarity um, because that was the, the question, the true question that I was asking. Um, as far as the reading is concerned, I can see the boundary, but you also say that, that it's okay anytime now. So this woman who is asking the question today, this process she can follow herself. Absolutely. For her son. Okay, good. Yes. So... Um, I want to go ahead, we have a couple of other questions, and we'll get to them possibly after the meditation portion. I want to go ahead and go into the meditation portion since we're already at 1030. We want to make sure we have plenty of time for that. And then we'll get to the last two questions right after that, okay? Great, that would be great. Thank you. So do you want to prep it all, give them a little bit of an understanding of what's going to happen in the meditation, and then just cue me on the music, and I'll start the music. Excellent. Thank you, Marie. Mm-hmm. So this is a, especially if this is one of your first times considering the idea of speaking to your child at a soul level, what I'd like to invite you to just to simply do is just give yourself permission in this moment to entertain the possibility that you can connect with and communicate with your child in this meditation space as easily and as effortlessly as you could if you picked up your phone right now and gave them a call to understand what's going on with them and what they need. And so if you are a mother of more than one child, I would invite you for the purpose of this meditation to select one of your children who is in your heart right now for any reason and let that be the one child that you would focus on for this meditation is very simple, just requires you to just be in a very seated, relaxed position, hands-free if possible. There is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad way to do it. It's about the intention that you're setting in this moment to open up this higher level of communication and insight in order to serve your child's needs at a new level. We talked a little bit previously about the different clairs. If you are clairvoyant, you may see communication from your child presented to you as pictures or images. If you are clairaudient, you will hear words or complete sentences or messages in your inner ear. If you are clairsentient, you may feel certain feelings that trigger other meanings for you symbolically. And claircognizant, you may just have a deep knowing of an answer. So any way that you receive this information from your child is good for you. And just know that your child may have a different communication style. So your child may be visual while you're auditory. So in those cases, I encourage moms to ask the child to translate that communication into the language that each of them can share. And so... Now, uh, Maria, I'd invite you to begin the music. There's really no more to explain, just a gentle journey for you to embark on with me into the space where you can address and communicate with your child at the deepest level possible. 
So in this now moment, I invite each and every one of you to just set everything aside, any concerns or cares, any ideas or preconceived notions you may have had about what's going on with your child and what role you are to play in helping to address the situation at hand. I invite you to just visualize yourself just kind of clearing all those preconceived notions, beliefs that you have about who your child is and what they need and how much you know about that. Just imagine yourself kind of just like lifting it out of the top of your head and sitting it on the table right next to you just to create space for possibility and for the unknown to come through in this moment. And with your eyes closed and your hands gently resting on your lap, I invite you to visualize your aura or your electromagnetic field extending beyond your body, representing your connection to the world of form. I invite you to take a first deep inhale. And as you exhale, visualize yourself contracting that energy field, drawing it into your body signaling your intention to withdraw your attention from the outside world and its beliefs, its thoughts, its rules and regulations. And now take a second deep inhale. This time as you exhale, ideally through the mouth, exhaling, imagine yourself drawing all of your energy and awareness, gathering it all up from the tips of your toes, and gathering it into a ball at the center of your conscious mind. And now take a third deep inhale. And this time as you exhale, we're moving our energy out of our conscious mind and what it thinks it knows and bringing that energy down into the heart, representing the subconscious. And now we take one last deep breath in and exhale. And this time we are drawing that energy down from the heart center, away from the subconscious and its memories and its worries and emotional ties and bringing all that energy and awareness down into the stomach. Our solar plexus is the seat of the superconscious, that space where we connect to divine healing the space within us that knows all past, present, and future. And it is in this space of the superconscious connection that we address and connect and communicate with our children. And so the last thing I need you to do with that ball of energy is imagine yourself flipping on a light switch and watching that ball of your energy and awareness turn into light. Filling your whole body with light and confirming your intention to communicate energetically with your child at the superconscious level, soul level. Now I invite you to imagine as if there was a movie screen in front of you with your eyes closed. Imagine a movie screen on your eyelids. And imagine an image of your child appearing before you on that screen. I'd like you to notice if that image of your child is at their current age and what they currently look like now. Or perhaps that image of your child is at some younger age or maybe even at the infant stage. Whatever age of your child is presenting to you now, Receive it as a message of what age of your child's development they're asking you to go back and communicate with them and address. I want you to just recognize for just one moment your child is not just a physical being. Recognize and take a moment to just honor and celebrate the soul of this child who chose you to be his or her mother. 
this soul that recognized you as the only one who possessed the unique set of experiences, background, beliefs, and environment that provided the just right fertile soil for them to grow and evolve and blossom for the fulfillment of their destiny in this lifetime. In this moment, just honor your child's divinity, this aspect of him or her that knows exactly what they need in order to fulfill and achieve their own self-stated highest purpose in this lifetime. In this moment, you're not looking at a five-year-old or a 10-year-old or even a 15-year-old. You're looking at an infinite, intelligent being whose consciousness transcends all time and all space. So what I'd like you to do right now is just, again, entertain the possibility that every question that we're about to ask, that you are about to ask your child, has an answer. And give yourself permission to pretend as if or, or imagine as if Every response, every impression that you receive as a response is in some way accurate. As you address and look at this child, this beautiful spiritual being of light that has come into your care, I invite you to ask your child in your mind, in your inner mind, why did he or she choose you? to be mother. You may see a picture. You may hear words. You may just have a knowing. Why did that child choose you? Ask directly. Why did you choose me to be your mom? Next, Ask your child what gifts, what gift can only you give that made them choose you? So what gift can I give you that's unique and distinct to you having chosen me to be your mother? And just allow that answer to just rest with you. The next question I'd like you to ask, ask your child, is there any area of forgiveness that you need from me or that I need to accept from you in order for us to clear the energy in our relationship so that we can be on a clean slate? Can you please show me or tell me any area between us where I need to witness or allow forgiveness. And whatever comes up, whatever memory, thought, or word that you receive, just visualize yourself in a forgiveness exchange with your child in this moment. Now that you are clear and your hearts are clear, this forgiveness energy coming through to just clear the space between you, the last question for this time that I would like to guide you, ask your child is there any message about any area of their life that they need you to understand and and provide guidance or support? could be regarding health, school, home life, relationships, any area. Give your child permission in this moment to communicate a deep message from you about the most important area in their life where they need your support right now 
along with any specific guidance or direction that they would like to encourage you to follow on their behalf. And now just know that you can always return to this space to continue this conversation. You can do it on a daily basis, a weekly basis, set aside time. You can extend the time as long as you need to really get clear, deep communication from your child. But in this now moment, the most important thing for each of you to do, for each of us to do, is to make a commitment to our children, that we will follow to the best of our ability the intuitive guidance and communication that we receive in these meditation spaces. For it is by our willingness to actually follow through on this intuitive guidance that we strengthen this doorway, this bridge to our children at a soul level for the future. And so as we prepare to return into our normal waking awareness, imagine yourself giving your child a hug or a kiss. Bow to this divine being and give thanks for this unique opportunity to connect at this level. And let them know that you will return regularly to be in this space. And now bring your awareness back as you watch that image of your child on that movie screen dissolve. Imagine that energy, their energy restoring and returning to align with their physical being wherever they are. And imagine yourself turning off the light switch at the center of your solar plexus, signaling the end of this work. And take your first deep inhale. And as you exhale... Draw that energy back up into the heart center, allowing the subconscious mind to be healed and restored with this new level of awareness and connection. And take the next deep inhale. And this time as you exhale, bring that energy back up into the conscious mind affirming that your thoughts and belief systems are transformed and healed as a result of this new awareness. And take your next deep inhale. This time as you exhale, imagine that energy drawing down from the top of your head, distributing throughout every cell in your body to the tips of your toes with the awareness that your entire physical body and all of your actions are transformed by this new level of awareness. And now take one last deep inhale in. And this time as you exhale, imagine yourself pushing your energy field, your aura electromagnetic field back out into the room, forming an energy bubble that surrounds your body on all sides, at least an arm's distance away from the body. Affirming that all of your world of affairs are transformed and healed as a result of this new level of awareness. And now when you're ready, you may slowly and gently open your eyes and just feel that heart connection to your child and know that it's with you at all times. And even when you don't have time for a full meditation, you can just instantly intend to go into this heart space with your child and go, what should I choose for you? What do you need me to do? What is the best way for me to address your concern in this moment? And I promise you will find a new level of empowerment in your parenting decisions and all the fears and the indoctrination and all the peer pressure and social pressure will fall away as you grow in this awareness that you have a soul connection with your child and you are an intuitive mother. Thank you so much. Oh, that was wonderful. I'm going to take a little bit of time to do that on my own later today. But I first 
I want to just say thank you for sharing with that in, in such a wonderful, peaceful, gentle way. And I want to go ahead and go to the call-in. If anybody wants to call in, please dial now, 347 9995 and dial a 1 to be in the question queue. But there, I did want to go to the question for the mother. You know, if you can guide her in any way, I know this process is one way that she can do that. She's struggling, actually, this is Teresa, and she's struggling with um, her son, who is basically 19 years old, and he's getting into serious problems. He's very science-minded and intelligent boy, but also a musician, and he's gotten involved in drugs and had some arrests and stuff, and she basically wants to come back to helping him and guiding him in a way that will support his soul and her specific question is this um, how do I help him what can I do to get on the right path to making healthy choices and developing healthy relationships that will help him love God himself life and his family and develop and contribute his talents to the world mm-hmm. Teresa did you say her name is yeah Teresa Teresa thank you for the question What I can say is that as a mom, we always have what we would call a spiritual umbilical cord. So we cut that physical umbilical cord at birth, but spiritually we maintain that connection. And in my work, when I first started my work, I never entertained the idea of of energetic attachments and, and entities and those kinds of things. But when, as I grew in my work, especially working with teens and with people who are exposed to substance abuse and altered states of consciousness, sometimes the energies that are working through our children are not just their own. And I really, for my, again, my my educated academic background, had a hard time incorporating this in my spiritual worldview. But it has shown itself over and over in my work. And what I would encourage you to do, Teresa, is just to really um, engage in this conversation, intuitive conversation, and appeal to your child at a soul level, but also work with your child's guides and guardian angels to ask that his energy field be cleared and also have direct conversations with him. She didn't mention uh, Marie in her conversation about the, the quality of their direct relationship, the physical relationship between Teresa and her son but to even invite him to ask his guides and guardian angels to help clear energetic attachments. If he's under the influence of other people energetically, again, empathic people, sometimes the feelings we're feeling, the thoughts we're thinking are not our own. They're actually the results of attachments we have to other physical people in the spirit, in our physical lives, as well sometimes as um, disembodied spirits on the spirit realm. And so it's important to, in addition to helping him seek traditional therapy and counseling, to help him at a spiritual level call on his guides and guardian angels to start helping him cut and release those cords and connections that he has to people um, that keep kind of pulling him back into that life and to use meditation to come back into his own center. Um, any kind of energy work that can help him align his mental, physical, and spiritual body to line up and function as one unit is really important. And I also find a lot of people who are right-brained intuitive, they are um, overloaded with the intuitive information and bombarded, and so sometimes the drug and the alcohol use is a way to numb that overcharge of intuitive information. So ways that he can dial down um, his intuitive gifts can also let him live more peacefully in his body with less stress to the nervous system. Yeah, I do. I agree with all of what you have said. And, you know, I would not go into a reading on behalf of your son, of course, but only for you. I I do feel like, you know, this Nikki's book is a good book for you, Teresa, to enjoy the journey, you know, inward and take time to develop your own gifts so that you can serve your son in a higher capacity as well. And I ditto everything that Nikki has shared with you. In my own knowing as a healer, I have a trouble with the whole discarnate things and and that as well. But as going into the Hall of Records and, and knowing what we have created in the minds of men over millennium, you know, 
um, that these thoughts become things. And also there can be um, what I would call frivolous beings that um, do sometimes get psychically attached to um, people who are abusing themselves. And so in some ways, um, you know, you can have this gentle conversation with him if you desire and have him call in Archangel Michael on his own behalf um, and also ask him to, you know, call upon his guardian angels, as Nikki has said, too, as well, to help him in that releasing of the attachments, if there may be any. I do feel for you as a mother and knowing that you too have to know your own value as a woman as well and understand your truth, understand what you want to share and what you want to give and and really draw that line of overgiving um in a, a way of appeasing him in some ways or, or you know pleasing him um that doesn't give him actually a hand up but enables him to continue in his in his habit so look into your heart and see what you need to heal as well in this situation. And, um, you know, I always say, physician, heal thyself first <laughs> before we go to heal anybody else. So I don't see any other callers at this time. I want to thank Teresa for sending her email in and joining us today. And, Nikki, as we close, I'd like you to share um, your website and you know, the way that people can get a hold of you and how they can purchase your book. Thank you so much for that opportunity. Uh, my book, The Intuitive Mother, is available on Amazon.com, so I would encourage anyone who feels led to take the 21-day journey uh, to go on to Amazon and, and purchase the book. It, it arrives, I think, in just two or three days, so you'll be well on your way to a new relationship in your parenting. If you are interested, I do see clients in person as well as remotely over the phone for energy therapy and intuitive coaching in terms of mothers who want to go deeper in opening excuse me, their intuitive capacity. You can find me on my website, and that is www.innerlightsanctuary.com. That's I-N-N-E-R, lightsanctuary.com. And in the coming weeks, we'll be posting new classes and virtual online training opportunities. So I encourage your audience to join my mailing list, which is on the home page. And I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you so much for being with us today. It really was a blessing. And um, I welcome each of you going to her website. It's a beautiful website and filled with lots of good events and information about Nikki. For the next show, I would like to just let you know that Johnny Tan's next show on February 23rd, his guest will be Amy Newmark and publisher. She's the publisher of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Amy and Johnny will be discussing Chicken Soup's latest release, which is my very good, very bad dog. They'll be sharing heartwarming stories about happy, heroic, and hilarious pets. Soul is donating the royalties from this book to the American Humane Association, and this effort is part of the company's widespread support of animal shelters and pet adoption, including the donation of Chicken Soup for the Soul pet food and books to shelters across the country. So to find out more about this upcoming show, please go to fmmktalkradio.com, and it will air again on February 23rd, next Tuesday. I hope you tune in with me on um, the first Day of March, I believe that's March 1st, for the first um, Healing Messages Radio. And I'm looking forward to posting on Facebook and in Meditation for Moms as well, the upcoming show and what we will be talking about. I am going to be talking about the nature of healing and going deep into what I call evolutionary healing. So I look forward to having you on the show Thank you all for coming and supporting Meditation for Moms over this almost year of having the show. I so appreciate you. I couldn't have done it without each and every one of you. This is a widespread movement going on and continuing on with Mother Mary's blessing, I know. And you can continue to stay connected for a while through Meditation for Moms Facebook community. Know that each of you has this desire inside yourself to grow as souls. Take care. Go in light. Namaste.